Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have John Carlo Gadini, who is the who is an author and podca- fellow podcast host. Actually, John Carlo, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, of course. Thanks for coming on. We're excited to hear more about you, your dreams, your goals, and how we can help. So we like to jump right in. If you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Okay. Well, as you said, I'm an author and a podcaster. I like doing those things for fun as well. Um, in addition to that, I enjoy hiking with the family, yoga, digital music production, and that's about it. Oh, I like that digital music production. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that? That over 20 years. I mean, that was something that I got into uh, very early on in my high school and then more so in my twenties. And then I got into, you know, as a, as an artist, I was into to rap music and rap production and so forth. So I was doing that before I was writing. So I kind of learned all the audio production skills that I was able to kind of transfer over to podcasting eventually. So. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation in life. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? You know, my main motivation is just understanding the brevity of life. That's not me, you know, trying to be profound or philosophical or anything. I just think as long as I'm alive and well, I should be working towards my goals and dreams. You know, I, I, I can only control my choices, right? So I can't really control the outcome. I think success is, you know, a combination of both, you know, talent and, and luck. <laughs> so I, I can develop the first, but only position myself for, for luck. I can't necessarily make it happen, but you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, the life any of us want is not going to happen through osmosis. You have to see what your big dream is and then kind of break it down into actionable and achievable steps. Yeah. You know, for in- yeah. Oh, for instance, I was going to say, for instance, I have a friend, you know, he wants to be an actor, right? So he's not waiting for Hollywood to call him. He's out there doing auditions. He does, theater group he teaches on the side so he does all these things because he at the end of the day he loves his craft right so he has a higher motivation than fame and money which you know in my opinion are not real goals you know one can say i want to be rich i want to be famous but you know would you really want that if it means spending the majority of your day doing something you hate you know yeah exactly those golden handcuffs can really lock people in Right. Golden handcuffs. I like that. (laughs) Right. So, so yeah, so, you know, I'm motivated in developing, growing my talent, my gifts and abilities, positioning myself as best as I can for success and understanding, you know, there are a lot of factors out of my control and, you know, realizing no matter how long my life is, it's still short in the grand scope of things. So I should be busy trying to pursue my, my dreams in the meantime. I love it. I love it. Tell us about those dreams, goals, and just your vision for your life and your podcast in general. 
Yeah. So as you already stated, right, I'm a writer, I'm a podcaster. So my dream is to make a sustainable income for my family of five from, you know, writing and, and podcasting and editing and other podcasts. And I should also say, too, that one of the main things I do is I'm a stay at home dad and I homeschool my three sons. So that takes a big bulk of my daytime activities. And then, of course, I, uh, you know, I, I get freelance work uh, whenever possible. So but yeah, my dream would be able to really just make a sustainable income off of those passions of mine, writing and, and podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to share this, but do you have a number in mind that you'd be willing to share for what that income would be? The income? Well, to be comfortable, I'd say 100 grand a year. That would be a comfortable that to me, that would be like, I'm succeeding. Right? Yep. So I'd feel pretty good about 70 with that as well. But, uh, but 100 would make me feel really good about it. <laughs> so yeah. And so how are you planning on monetizing your podcast? If you don't mind me asking, you know, monetizing a podcast is really difficult as uh, I'm sure you're discovering on your own as well. It's, it's kind of not set up great for monetization, you know, the whole structure of podcasting. It just really isn't, <clears throat> you know, as you know, sponsors, you get like 18 to 25 bucks every thousand listens for a 30 to 60 second ad, right? So you need to have thousands and thousands of listens for that to even make sense. So I don't, I don't have outside sponsors for that reason, because, you know, I don't have, you know, Joe Rogan numbers like that, where you're going to be making big bucks like that. So I, in podcasting, I, I call it direct monetization and indirect monetization. So direct monetization is what I just spoke about, you know, sponsors, people, paying you to feature them on your podcast indirect that would be that would be uh kind of advertising your own products and services on your podcast and trying to sell whatever else you do on on the show so that would be what i would call indirect monetization but you know my books for instance you know if i sell a book i mentioned it on the podcast i have even a little short commercial in the middle of most of my episodes about whatever book i'm I released or whatever. So other than that, you know, I'm not sure I'm, I'm starting to work on other plans about more of a grassroots thing, you know, because everybody has this idea, right, that, you know, the internet is open to everybody, everybody can start their own business. Well, the problem with that is if everybody does, then it just got a whole lot noisier. And now you have to try to do something to cut through the noise, yep. you know, I'm not twerking on TikTok <laughs> or, or doing something real stupid, you know, to get anybody's attention, right? My podcast is kind of nerdy, right? So I'm, you know, my podcast is inspirational conversations about the art and business of storytelling and living life, right? So it's a quality show, right? But it, it's not something that grabs uh, uh, the immediate attention, right? And a lot of people are having quality conversations such as yourself, right? There's a lot of people doing the same thing. So I'm starting to think that, and I haven't done it yet, but I'm starting to think that maybe the best way to, to go about monetizing really anything online is to do it in person, is to try to get the attention outside of the internet. You know, whether you host groups and meetings and of course in those groups and meetings, 
you have you mentioned your podcast you you find ways to kind of point people to your online presence but in the real world because those are the people that you know exist you know when you pay for an advertisement you know facebook instagram advertisement again you're literally competing with all these other companies that are spending millions of dollars on their advertisements and it's tough. It's, it's tough. So I don't want to, I don't want to sound pessimistic, <laughs> but, but it, it's tough, you know, so I'm still working all that out to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it really is just, I, there's a book called who not how, and I love this book. And it talks about, instead of like as solopreneurs, as people trying to get our craft to a sustainable income, we need to be focusing more on the who and not the how. Mm. Um, but even focusing on the who is like, okay, so who around me, so you have your genius zone, you have the thing that you are the best at, you feel confident in that thing, you're like, I could do this all day, every day, and I love it. In focusing on that zone, you have to surround yourself with people who can cover the other spots. But that typically takes an investment. So if we're solopreneurs, and we don't have the capital, it's really hard to make that investment because our genius zone hasn't started turning out that money yet. And so you have to get real creative with who you're interacting with. And that one, like people in the real world is a great way to target a very specific who. And like, say you get 50 people that become raving fans, they start being your marketing. And so it's just a slower build, but still the same concept of like, okay, who can I kind of partner with? Who can I bring into the ship? Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. So I love that. Are there any other dreams or goals that you have other than the sustainable income through writing and podcasting? As far as uh, dreams and goals, I would say I've kind of narrowed it down to those two things as far as a dream, dream and a goal. Uh, I know you had asked too about a bucket list item. This one's just for fun. I would love to jump out of a plane one day. Parachute, of course. <laughs> Yeah. So I might wait till my sons get a little bit older, then maybe we'll, we'll do it as a family or something. I feel that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And just curious for your um, podcasting. I know you said that you teach writers like the craft. Do you pay so, for that coaching? Well, charge? the, the, uh, the podcast isn't so much teaching the craft of writing. It's more about having conversations with other writers. So they'll talk about their craft. I'll talk about it with them. So we're sort of like talking shop. You know, I'll have filmmakers on, entrepreneurs, career coaches. I have a lot of different kinds of people, but most of them are writers or have written a book of some kind. So most of them, not all of them. But yeah, so I, I haven't charged for that. And that's one of the things too that I was thinking about doing in the real world not this uh, internet metaverse we're falling into, but, you know, teaching some type of writing class, you know, just uh, putting it out there. So that's, that's one of my ideas that I'm, that I'm working with. But as far as online, I haven't, I've played around with that idea, you know, writing, uh, coaching and everything. I just, uh, I haven't, I haven't figured out whether or not that's something I should pursue or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that one of the things um, I'm also kind of rolling out a coaching thing and my coaching was going to be on uh, monetizing your passion. So mm. how to monetize your passion within like 
90 days or 120 days or whatever that may be. And most of it was going to be mindset, who, not how. And then the one way I was going to have people monetize it was creating a mastermind group around their passion. So if you could get like 10 writers and you walk with those 10 writers for a year and they pay like 1500 to be in a serious group of writers for that Mm. year, Mm -hmm. or you scale that to a hundred, you scale that, whatever it may be. Uh, That could be one way to monetize. And it's like, you're building a community. And so like, let's say you make the mastermind and they're like, okay, we're going to write, our goal is to write three books this year. And we write a book a quarter and our mastermind holds us accountable to that. I feel like that's more than $2,000, worth of value, you know? So the exchange rate is still there, but just something yeah. to think about mastermind groups are cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So we got sustainable income, jumping out of a plane. Those are, <laughs> those are your, uh, dreams and goals. Well, awesome. In, are, in that order. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. If there are one or two people that you could meet right now, and it would really help you take the next step towards, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, they help you take the next step towards achieving that 100,000 a year from writing mm-hmm. and podcasting. Who would they be and how would they do it? That's a tricky question. I was, I was really thinking about that one. I mean, I thought of two people, J.K. Rowling and Stephen King who are super successful authors, as everybody knows, but I'd really just love to pick their brain about their daily habits and what their daily habits were before and after their success, you know, because I've read a lot of books about them and they have intense daily habits, you know, habits that I don't have currently. And I think that that separates, right, successful people from unsuccessful people like like there might just be a more rigorous habit there that you need to tap into. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those are the two people I thought of. And that's what I would want to pick their brains with is just like, what are their daily habits for as far as writing? And when they're in the beginning of their career, what was it like even trying to, you know, shop their ideas around and, and sell their, their books and stuff like that and get a publisher? What was that whole process like? We're living in different times. Publishers aren't really working the way they did 30 years ago, right? Like now, everybody's expected to sort of be their own marketing uh, team, right? You're expected to, be, expected to be doing the footwork. You can't expect some publisher to just spend all this money on marketing if you're not doing anything for yourself. That's just, it's kind of like everybody's expected to be this indie solo, what'd you call it? A solopreneur? Yeah, solopreneur. Solopreneur, you know, everybody's kind of expected to have those, you know, those disciplines in place already before anybody would give you the time of day. You know what I mean? And whether it's for a musical artist, right? Who are the people that we hear, you know, making a buzz, right? It's people who get famous on YouTube first, right? Or, or TikTok or Instagram, they're freestyling on TikTok, they're doing something. And then all of a sudden they start generating like a buzz. And that's when the labels start calling, right? And uh, this one guy who wrote a fantasy series, uh, I think it was Aragon. I know that's the name of one of the books. I don't know if that's the name of the series, fantasy series. Good couple books. Yeah, yeah. He started going to like schools. He started selling his books out of the trunk of his car. And, you know, it reminded me of a story I heard about Jay-Z when he started. You know, they would, they would, I don't know, back then it was probably tapes back in the late 80s, early 90s. And again, out of the trunk of the car type situation, you know, so there's got to be that hustle there 
you know, initially you can't expect some third party to do all the hustling for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So JK Rowling or Stephen King, mm-hmm. uh, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you yeah. happen to know them, let's make that connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you read on writing by Stephen King? Yeah. I love that book. Really great book. He was talking awesome. about come hell or high water two hours a day or 2000 words or whatever. 2000 words. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm not doing, putting out 2000 words. I'm like, there goes one habit. I'm, I'm not having, you know, 2000 words. And again, that's probably a good, if you're really consistently writing, I mean, that's at least three hours worth of work writing right there. Right. Yeah. So you're talking like three hours a day, at least. So there's one habit. Oh, no. established. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that might be the only one. If you write uh, 2000 words a day, every day for the next three years, I bet you'll have your hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Put it to the test at least. <laughs> well, awesome. What's uh, the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you out with getting to that sustainable income mark. Now, when you say help you out, you, are you talking about me? Yeah. Or are you talking about themselves? Let's do both. Okay. So what's, um, well, to help me out, honestly, listen to my show, buy my books. That's my shameless plug right there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, as far as what people can do to help themselves, you got to distinguish the difference, I think, between dreams and goals. You know, dream has to be broken down into a goal or series of goals that can be reasonably pursued. You know, you, you have to be willing to pivot because reality never looks like your dream and what you imagined it to be, you know? So like my friend may have a certain image of what being an actor in Hollywood is like, but being an actor in Hollywood is not going to be like the way he dreamed it growing up since he was 12, right? It's good. There's going to be grunt work to it. There's going to be a lot of nasty people you're dealing with. And perhaps even the job of it is going to have some things about it that you don't necessarily like because it's real life right but so you have to be be able to uh distinguish dream from goal and dream from reality you know because if you don't do that you're not even going to know when you're succeeding right because you're going to keep thinking like oh i haven't reached what i always dreamed it would be you know so you're not even going to have that barometer to be able to tell if you're succeeding or not you know and that's why i I really think you got to make dreams into goals and then those goals have to be kind of broken down into bite-sized actionable steps that you can actually work towards yeah yeah absolutely i love it well let's jump into our thriving three what do you say my thriving three yes oh there are three questions i'm about to ask you (laughs) oh okay i'm more like i was like wait a minute i don't think i prepared for that what is that (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah our our first question is what's your favorite book movie or podcast pick one only one oh man you could get two or three if you want but (laughs) i'll give you two or three um let's see i'll give you one of each how about that or well out of books i'd say my favorite book is steinbeck's of mice and men Hmm. great book and and it's a short little thing it take you like no more than four hours to read, but it'll kind of just blow you away by the end of it. Movie Slumdog Millionaire. Gotcha. Favorite movie. As far as podcasts, I listen to a bunch of them and I kind of switch it up. Right now, I listen to Modern Love, 
Jordan Peterson, Dream Big with Bob Goff, The Liturgist, Speaking of Psychology, Writing Excuses. There's a bunch of others, but yeah, I didn't follow the rules. I'm sorry, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all good, man. You're all good. What's one way you like to take care of yourself? Reading and listening to audiobooks and podcasts, both for my own enjoyment and growth. Mm. There we go. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to get one step closer to that $100,000 a year from writing and podcasting? Well, this is, I don't know if this is a specific thing, but I'm really big on planning, you know? So I always, I sit down once a year and I kind of evaluate what my five and 10 year goals are right? Where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in five years? Right. And then I say, okay, where do I need to be at the end of this year to get a little bit closer to that? And then I break down that year into monthly, weekly, and finally daily goals. And I'll actually write everything down, you know? So, and then this is where I want to be. Let's say at the end of this year, I want to have two books written. These are the two books I'm written. Okay. Now what, how much do I have to accomplish each month in order for that to happen? You know, so big on planning. <laughs> I'm a big on big on planning. Second thing, um, I always have to kind of examine. This is more of a soul searching thing. I have to examine my why, right? Why do I want what I want? Because if it's just like ego, if it's just to feel important, you know, the, the ego's never satisfied. If it's to get rich, there's never enough money, right? So. I have to have higher reasons to be doing whatever I'm doing, you know? So now the fact that I do these things without making a lot of income off of it, it's a good indication that, that there's something deeper than fame and money because I have neither and, and I'm still doing it. Right. So, but yeah, I always have to evaluate my why. And I always have to, you know, if you, when you say, okay, forecast 10 years from now, what's a reasonable thing I can accomplish you know, you can kind of turn that into a goal because sometimes dreams just look, they're too big. You know, they're, they're, I can't say I want to be, I want to be the next Stephen King. That's too big. You know, I, I, I can say, you know, in 10 years, I want to have written at least five books. Okay. That's, that's actionable. Right. And they have to be the best books I can possibly write. Okay. So how many, how much do I have to write per year? You know, now it starts turning into actionable things. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Well, awesome, man. Um, I guess I have a bit of a question to challenge you. Uh-oh. Um, if you gun to your head, like gun to your head, they're saying you have to make $100,000 from your podcasting and from your writing by the end of 2022. <laughs> how are you doing it? Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, that's a tough question. <laughs> gun to my head and i have to be making a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and if you don't that's it life's that's, over <laughs> <laughs> that's a hilarious question i might be uh i might be looking into uh some some less less than on the up and up uh activities there to get that hundred grand i don't know <laughs> it has to come from podcasting and writing <laughs> you can make a million but if it's not from podcasting or writing, that's it. Wow. All right. Let me try to think of an answer for you. I got one year to do this. 
One year. And it starts January 1st. All right. I would turn on the internet access for six months and just work, 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 work. Then the final six months, I would try to monetize that six months of work. I see. And you think you'd make $100,000 in that six months of monetization? I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> gun to my head, that's a uh, imaginary gun to my head. That's the best answer I can come up with in less than 10 seconds, Timothy. So, okay. Okay. So you're saying <laughs> gun to your head. You got to make a hundred thousand from podcasting and writing by the end of 2022, you're turning off all internet access for the first six months and just grinding. How many hours a day do you grind? Okay. Without the internet, I can, I can grind quite a bit more. So let's say at least a solid five hours a day. Five hours a day, six months, you produce this content and then you take on the back end of that six months, five hours a day, figuring out how to monetize that six months worth of content. Right. All right. So what's stopping <laughs> you? <laughs> that's, that's literally the first time I ever have had that thought in my head. I'm just freestyling right now. So I literally just thought about that. And it's an interesting thought because I've never thought about it. And now I have to give it some serious thought because I'm like, that's a doable thing. Why aren't I doing that? So <laughs> yeah. that's interesting, Timothy. The fascinating question. I got to give it to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I look forward to hearing about how your five hours of work are going in January. Right. Well, January is next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's my uh that's my uh my challenge for next year, right? Yeah, man, a hundred thousand dollars next year from podcasting and writing. I'll definitely contact you if it's happening. I'll be contacting you. So <laughs> <laughs> leave me sure alone, Timothy. Following up in February, and you better not reply because your internet should be off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'm doing good. Send. <laughs> awesome, man. Um. Another challenge for you when you feel yourself, when you feel the doubt, the imposter syndrome creeping in and the like, mm. can this really be done creeping in? Ask yourself those questions and then ask yourself, is there somebody out there who has done it before? Like has somebody made 100,000 in one year off of podcasting and writing? Mm. So it's a very realistic thing. In fact, it's more realistic than not probably. And so just make sure you're always challenging your perspective going forward or you won't get to the 100,000 by the end of 2022. Right. So I, I heard this one dude say, our actions and thoughts have gotten us to the point where we are. I think this was Grant Cardone. Actions and thoughts have gotten us to where we are. So if we're not happy with where we are, should we trust our thoughts and actions? So if we're hmm. skeptical of something, should we trust our, our skeptical nature or should we be open to it? Because maybe we've been skeptical to all the things that might've helped us. And that's why we haven't been helped. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, man. Don't let, uh, don't let the imposter run around in your head. Right. <laughs> that hundred thousand can be yours. And you're, I know just the type of guy you are, you're definitely producing enough value for other people to receive that a hundred thousand dollars. Cause all you gotta do is give people 300,000 worth of value and then you get a hundred thousand back, you know? So interesting. Yep. Taking this all to the bank, man. I'm, I'm 
<laughs> there we go. Well, awesome, man. I got one last question for you. It requires a bit of pretext. Okay. So you know how there are people on the planet that have a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. Sometimes they live their whole lives like that, end up dying like that. Other times they'll change and they'll have more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help, willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? To go from not changing to changing, what is the mind? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, so here I am, maybe I'm like just stuck in my ways and then something happens and I go from stuck in my ways to open-minded, willing to change, my situation can be different. What is the catalyst? What is that something that happens that snaps people out of that mindset and leads them to the other mindset? I'm going to say hope that it, something can be changed. Because a lot of times it's very unconscious. You're just drifting through life so and letting life happen to you. So I think once you get out of that mindset of letting life happen to you and that you have some agency and that perhaps your choices can make a difference in the outcome of your life, it's sort of like a light at the end of the tunnel that you can walk towards, you can run towards. Hope. Oh. That something can be changed. I love it. Well, John Carlos, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? <laughs> you give me a lot to think about. I wasn't expecting this, Timothy. So <laughs> I appreciate hey, it. That's why I have the podcast, man, helping people with their dreams and goals. So when I see something that I think might be holding you back, I come for it like a shark in the water. <laughs> I see that. It's 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 an awesome uh you know, I had my my doubts about the concept of your show when I first, I'm like, he asked everybody the same questions. How does that work out? Right. But now I can see being on your show, how different every show is going to be because everybody has different goals and you kind of freestyle different questions as you come along, you kind of improvise. So I appreciate your whole format now. It's, it's really cool. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, awesome. awesome. John Carlo, thanks for coming on the show. If you guys are listening to this and you loved what he had to say, you loved his vibe, loved his mission, make sure to, one, listen to his podcast, give it a five-star review, share it with three to five people that you know need to hear the message. Maybe they're fellow authors or aspiring authors. I was looking for that word. Um, and hold him accountable to that $100,000 <laughs> produced by the end of 2022. Be following up with him, not before June, because he'll have his internet off, but right when July hits, <laughs> go ahead and talk to him and be like, yo, are you there yet? Are you there yet? How can I help? How can I help? And let's make connections happen. Let's make dreams happen. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Awesome. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.